maybe a year, six months, Lock, a year, do an after grad school. Okay. Uh oh. What's the last relationship you ever had? Oh, oh. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Holy moly, diamonds on my rollers. Yeah. I know we just signed a deal, but I need my advance on the next one too. They know I'm gonna be around. Yeah. I need it. Metro booming want some more. Cause I got a really big team and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team. I got a really big team. They need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team, man. What a time to be alive. You and yours. First me and mine. Are we talking teams? Are we talking teams? 
for you. This game is different, you only get one shot when niggas go file on you. Man, fuck them all. Man, we want it all. Don't get too involved. We gon' knock it off. And to top it off, I'm with all the dogs. It's a new season, and we still breathing. And I got a really big team, and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team. I got a really big team. They need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team. Man, what a time to be alive. I'm drinking lean. They thought I'd die. I run with kidnapping. I'm talking about kidnapping. I'm talking about murdering niggas. I'm talking about carjacking. You just about a rapper. I'm an official trapper. Niggas be dropping subliminal niggas. They did some dribble jabber. We take a melody, yellow, and then we fill it with red forever, ever. These niggas so jealous, jealous. Many niggas get scared, they tell it, tell it. I fuck a check up on everything. I bought some ice when the feds came. I bought that big new Celine. I got rings, I got rings like Serena. All of my rings, I can feel them. My bitch, I can feel them. Pluto and Jupiter, I go to Venus. I'm fresh out this store, but I'm not out the cleaner. Who keep the scope? Cause these niggas, they Cause lose. I got a really big team, and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team. I got a really big team. They need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team, man. What a time. All right, all right. Peace to the gods. I'm about to go live on YouTube. I'm going to go live on um, Facebook. And then I'm going to go live on the gram. Let's see. Yep, I'm live on YouTube. I'm live on Facebook. Now all I got to do is do the gram, which I'm working on right now. It ain't going to take too long for me to do it. And um, here I go. Just checking the connection. All right, I'm live on the gram. Um, It is my pleasure to finally have a guest on my show. I've never done a guest before until now. Personally, I don't think no one was uh, worthy of being a guest on my show until now. I got a brother who is an expert on the state's constitution, your republic constitution, a man after my own heart. You know, that's all I do is teach, uh, you know, uh, constitution principles to the people and 
you know what? I'm going to let him go. I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to let him go. But I'm telling y'all, this guy is amazing. His name is David Jose. So, oh, my God, did he drop? He just dropped. There he is again. You hear me, Jonas? I hear you, David. How you doing? Doing great, great, great. I'm so happy to be here with you, bro. Facts. Facts. I was like, man, are you kidding me? They really did that to us. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, I didn't drop. I was I was forwarding uh your video from YouTube on Facebook. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yo, so uh tell us about yourself. Tell us how you got into this information. Anything you wanna add? I'm gonna sit back and let you tell your story. I'm gonna interject if I have any questions or anything. Okay, so pretty much I got started um Probably two and a half, no, three years ago, um, I had a fight with CPS in Arizona. Um, at the time, I was doing a huge amount of business. Um, now, one thing that I did In was, case people don't know, what is CPS? Because here in Georgia, child, they call it Child CFAT. Protective Services. Right. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. So it's Child Protective Services in Arizona. And uh, I found out that they were literally just trampling people's rights and taking kids left and right. And um, I had a a daughter through marriage who uh, had an issue with dealing with some bad boys at school. I decided uh, that we were going to take her out of school and bring her to homeschool. She got pissed and just started lying. Oh, my God. I'm sorry to stop you. I had to do the same thing. (laughs) When they came after my son London, we took them out of school, homeschooled them. They still came. I shut them down, but go ahead. Similar story. So what they did, it's crazy, bro. They uh, had five different stories that she told, and they knew she was lying. Mm-hmm. And what they did was, in order to take my little guys, is they uh, hid four of the stories and used one. Wow. Rather than just coming out saying, you know what, we we know that – this is a lie. We see what's up. We see she did this four other times, three other times to other people in the past, two other times to other people in the past. We know what's up. They just decided to lie and hide it. But the reason is, is because they're getting 83000 to 140000 per kid per year from everybody's wow. Social Security money. That's a lot yeah. of money. Now, they pull that money out of the Social Security fund, and that's why people pay child support and stuff like that to fund that type of stuff. Yes. Yes, because even if they get you for child support, let's say if they hit you for 5000 a month, right? They right. also go into what's called federal funds participation matching, mm-hmm. and they go into everybody else's Social Security and take another 5000 from them. The lawyers and the judges start splitting it up, and the child support enforcement entity, and then they donate the rest of it into the general fund. So the government is actually making money off of taking the kids. Right. Just criminal. It's just criminal. Yep. And in the room that they're making money doing this and nobody's talking about that part of it. And so when I had to fight, I realized it was shady as heck. And then I was walking out of the building the first day. 
And me and my wife were walking. I saw this little white lady crying about she couldn't see her kids. Then I saw this little Hispanic lady speaking in Spanish saying she can't see her baby. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, like, this is jacked up. Like, they're doing this to everybody, you know? So I seen the lady crying, and I'm like, I told my wife, go hug her, you know? And uh, just to comfort her, because I knew what it was like when my little guy got taken. I didn't know what to do or who to deal with. Now, at the time, I was doing a whole bunch of business and real estate and uh, training people around the country and other businesses. And so I, I didn't have any troubles, but something was pushing me. And I know it was God pushing right. me saying, start studying the law. So I'd be on YouTube. I'd see videos pop up talking about taxes, talking about, you know, uh, uh, driving without a license. Or, I mean, traveling, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Traveling without a license and different things like that. And I'm like, man, this is some deep stuff. I need to learn this. And then I, in my mind, I was saying, well, you know what? I'm making money doing business. I ain't got no problems. I'm just going to go ahead and rock and roll until, you know, later when I got more time, which I know now that that was God giving me a chance to have it under control so I could have nipped it in the bud like you did in the beginning. Right. But because I didn't listen, I had to fight. And so every You sure your name ain't um, Jonah? <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, man, when, when, when I – I, I get on myself now, and I say, man, I was messed up, and I was a punk because I had all this money I was making. I was doing all these different things, and I didn't slow down when God was trying to direct me. So I, I did the Jonah and the Bible. I was like, oh, God, you got this. I'll deal with it later, you know? And I didn't, I didn't deal with what I was being urged to do. So then when my little guys, they came after them, I was the only guy that I knew of in Arizona that kept control of my kids for a whole year. So... I would go see my kids. I was studying. Excuse me. <clears throat> I was studying, and I would have headphones on in one ear. While I play my phone in one ear, I would be watching the kids to make sure they weren't too loud so the people who they were with could uh, be get sleep or work or whatever. Right. And I would be studying the law, and I would be studying the Bible at the same time. Like, you know, for a certain amount of hours, I'll study the law. A certain amount of hours, I'll study the Bible. Actually, when you were studying the Bible, you was studying the law. Studying the law. Amen. Amen. You know, Psalm 119, when it talks about uh, how good your law is and judgment over and over and over again, it's the longest chapter in the whole Bible. Mm -hmm. And that's the one most people will run from. People will be like, oh, that's too long. Let me read something else real quick. That one drops so much fire about law and judgment. It's crazy. But right. Deuteronomy hits you with so much common law. So when I start learning law, right, people would say something. Like, for instance, there, there was a guy, Carl Lynch. I would hear him talk, and he would say, oh, you right. know, the common law is easy. You know, the common law is this and that. But he would never explain to people what it was. And, and he would say, well, just trust me. I, I'm a real man. I know. And I'm like, dude, the Bible says prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. So I don't want to hear you say Trust me because I know. I want you to show me. Or don't show me if you don't want show to. Show me what you do. God will lead me. Yeah, I want to be able to stand on a solid foundation. And so me and him had a little argument. I, I sent him like 300 cash on the first day. And then he got on the phone with me. He was spending his whole time yelling and arguing. Like, oh, you just got to understand that you don't know how to be a man. My dad didn't speak English. He was a man. I'm like, dude, shut the freak up. Like, either you want to talk and talk about the law or you're playing, you know. And I kind of had mercy because I'm like, okay, I'm trying to get my kids back, so I'll learn and humble myself. 
But we, after a while, we got into it because I was sending money just as gifts. He didn't have to ask. And, um, right. you know, I was listening and I was hearing what he was saying. And then I'm like, but he's not giving anything to support this. So even you, he don't you, know you all You can't go into court and say Carl Lynch said. You need the foundation. You need the laws Amen. to go in there and talk Amen. in court. Amen. So Don't give I, me I your got, opinion. This, give me the law. Yep. Yes. And I got I got pissed a little bit after a while because he tried to get rough with me one day and I'm like, Look, dude, I know I got a light voice, but don't let the light voice fool you. Like <laughs> you have a problem, dude. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not the guy to play with you. Like, you know, I don't care who you think you are, you're not gonna come with me like that, you know? And he's like uh, you know, he was acting a little funny. He called me on three way with some dude. And uh, we started talking, and the guy was trying to teach me the law, but I had learned enough as of that time to realize, like, bro, you don't even know what you're saying. Right. You know? And the guy, I'm like, why are we on the phone call with the three of us and a dude who don't know law talking to me about law? And I corrected the guy, and then Carl came in and said, oh, yeah, David, you're, you're right. And then, you know, Carl started trying to get loud. I'm like, Carl, look, dude, I sent you a lot of money, bro. And, uh, you know, I I don't mind, like, sending you money. Like, this is, you know, I pay people for the truth and wisdom and everything I do. But I'm like, for you to act like I've never done anything or for you to act like, you know, I'm just coming at you like some crazy person who's just demanding stuff, I'm like, that ain't me, dude. I don't do that. You know, and so we, we ended up having some words then. I just went in on him or whatever, and I'm like, Carl, look, dude, you're telling people you got your kids back from a claim, but – that's not really what happened. And you didn't, you didn't get them back, you know? And well, if you don't listen to me, you'll never get your kids back. You'll never help anybody get any kids. So it'll never happen. Wow, <laughs> you he, know? Said that? he said that. This is what I told him. I said, Carl, you don't understand. Hmm. I said, I serve a mighty God, bro. And he gives me everything I need. I said, watch, you'll hear about me. Like I'll, I'll do more than you could even imagine, you know? And uh, what ended up happening is, is that God, started letting me learn so I, my little guys ended up they call it getting adopted in the process I don't I didn't get to learn all that I knew into the end of the case so at right. the end of the case they they were thinking like okay well this dude just figured us out some but it's only him so they thought not everybody gonna know so I, I did a live with David Strait and it ended up getting like 50,000 views and Whoa. so it was right at the end where they yeah, 50,000 on Facebook, two and a half hours. And uh, people started learning around the country. So they were, they were going nuts. So, man, the, the people would come with lawyer talk on my page. And I'm like, who are you, you know? And they're like, oh, you know, you're is, just a sovereign citizen. You learned. You learned something. Yes, sir. And you used it to get your kids uh-huh. back. I want to know well, what you I mean. used it to – let me tell you. I used it to get 80 – six kids back i'm fighting for mine right now and i'll tell you why so what happened was is that i was at the uh i was the first one to come out with stuff like this so one of the things i used was i i i was praying one day and i you know that feeling i told you i got before where i was like hey dave start studying the law and i didn't do it (laughs) but this Mm -hmm. time i was like all right so i was sitting down getting ready to work on my car i wanted to put together this twin turbo car and get it out right and I'm working on it, and then something says, uh, go and read the Social Security Act like you read the Bible. In my own voice, you know. And so I'm, mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, okay. 
So I get up and I start reading the Social Security Act. Then I start seeing that the status fiction in the Social Security Act only had to do with District of Columbia. I'm like, holy crap, right? So then I go down some more, and I found in uh, 1101-6D from the original Act, 1935, it says, nothing in this act shall be construed as authorizing any federal agent, officer, or representative to take charge of any child over the objection of either of the parents or person standing in local parentis for such child. So you, what you're saying so is the, the actual code said uh-huh. – they cannot mm-hmm. take your kids unless you agree. Yes, sir. And here's the funny thing. That's their originating statute, their organic statute from the legislature, which is the supporting statute for every amendment. And you can never leave the original legislation, the original it's intent. The intent. It's so the intent of the whole law. Been, yes, sir. So they've been stealing kids for all these years, and the attorneys know that legislation is there, and they never showed it to nobody. So they concealers of the truth. We call that in Arabic a kafarun, someone who conceals wow. the truth. Kafarun? Yeah. Say it again? A kafarun. Wow. See, that's Luke eleven fifty two. Where, where Jesus said, you hide the Don't key of knowledge. Don't get me started on how the you know? Bible and the Quran is the same thing, but go ahead. <laughs> Man, Luke eleven fifty two. he hit him so hard because he says, you hide the key of knowledge, and those who were entering in, you hindered, and you ain't going in yourself. And it's right. so deep because when I look at what's happening, <clears throat> I realize that they're hiding the truth from us and forcing uh, some crap that don't even apply to us. And, and when I went into the state constitution and I started looking, I'm like, let me look around the law and see what I can find. So I, I started looking at the hierarchy of laws. I got into the, then I realized in the state constitution that all the fundamental liberty interests. You have all, but way more protection, way more protection. Yes. The, the and, federal and, and, constitution and the is, is compared to, to the state. That's the republic. Those constitutions yep. is how the republic functions and stays a republic. Yep, yep. And it's so deep. Uh, I started, like, learning, right? So people were trying to fight in their cases, and I started realizing, like, man, the, the state constitution is the highest law to the state. Then I noticed when I tried to mention the constitution in court, the federal, the state judges would be like, no, nah, nah. <laughs> right? Ain't no constitution in here, right? That don't apply in the state. So then I'm like, okay, so their argument is the federal constitution don't apply in the state. So what do they swear to that I can use in the state? And then I start looking, right? Man, when I started looking at the state constitution and seeing all the things they swore to, like, for instance, Article 6, Section 30 of the Arizona Constitution says that all the superior courts, appeals court, and supreme court is to be courts of record. Yep. And I'm like, oh. So I walked into the state, the, to the private court, the CPS court, tribunal, I'm sorry. And I'm like, hey, so uh, I desire a court of record. I require a court of record. And when Carl Lentz was saying about a court of record, I didn't understand what he was saying. But when I learned and saw what it was and saw you the state the constitution, Lord. and you then I went and looked it, it up, oh, mm-hmm. oh, my God. 
So I said, uh, I require a court of record. And the 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 magistrate uh, agency who was acting like a judge, she said, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so you just go deny? You go deny me a court of record? She, and so then some time went by, but I could tell she started to like me because I was pursuing the knowledge so hard. So right. I opened she had up a to federal respect case, you. which, yeah, I opened up a federal case up under what Carl was saying, and but they were seeing that I was learning the law on my own, and I started to say stuff, and they were like, oh, man, you know? So when they were trying to t- take my kids, they were like, oh, well, you know what? Um, we want to just take them, and the the fake judge and the prosecutor, I mean, the uh, guardian at litem, we're talking like, yeah, we want to do this. The the prosecutor or the assistant attorney general acting as a prosecutor in a fake court, mm-hmm. she was like this. Uh, she she was rubbing her hands. Her palms were sweating, bro. And she was like, you know what? I, I don't want to take their rights. I don't even want to do that. I I I, I say no. Now, we, we weren't doing any services. I'm like, dude, I'm not negotiating with terrorists over my kids. I'm like, exactly. you can try to take my kids if you want. I said, I promise you, I will take your whole business across the country. I'll find out everything y'all doing, and I'll destroy the whole thing. And they were looking at me like, man, is this dude serious? <laughs> and then they started yes, realizing, I am. yes, he's very serious, right? <laughs> but, but see, they, we, they put a new judge on the case. Who uh, who ended up? Well, let me say this. So I was studying about affidavits and stuff like that. Uh, I heard something that Rob Ryder said, where he was talking about what it takes for an affidavit. So then I went into history and I started studying to find out what's involved in a um, in a. Can you hear me still, Jonah? Oh yeah, perfectly, Jonah. Okay, yeah, I can I, hear you perfectly. So I I went. Perfect. I, I went looking for what was in an affidavit, and I realized constitutions and the certain state constitutions, I realized that when they're coming after people, it must be by oath or affirmation, right? So somebody got to be swearing. I'm like, so when they want to come against us, they're supposed to have an affidavit with somebody swearing they were harmed. I'm like, and that's mm-hmm. what gets people in trouble. So I said, you know what? When I deal with these clowns, I'm going to give them notice. And then I'm gonna come after them with an affidavit. So exactly. at the end of the affidavit case, stance is I, I messed up. Yes, sir. I messed up because at the end of the case where I was dealing with, I realized, oh, this ain't even a real court. So I I did a rescission and let them know I won't be participating in your junk because I realized it's not a court. It's a fraud, you know? Now, mm-hmm. I turned in the executor letter that a gentleman gave me, but I, it was so detailed and uh, sophisticated that I, it was no way I could stand on that time because I didn't know enough of the foundational law to have that head. So but I understood, and they realized, they knew that I knew the law to an extent. But what happened was that I was the only guy, and I was the first one. And so this judge, who is a normal judge in civil and criminal court, he was like, you know what? No, man, we're going to just move ahead, whatever. You ain't going to do what we tell you to do, whatever. And I'm like, you think whatever, you know, and whatever God has happened to happen, but I promise you, you're going to wish you didn't do that, you know? And so he started fighting, and then CPS tried to cut off my business. And in the middle of the time,
time I had a relative who would try to cut it off too because his wife had an argument with my wife. So I'm like, okay, so I see what it is. It was it was a joke of like he was like this way. And so uh, to move on with what happened, they stopped me and then they started trying to bring my daughter through marriage to see my kids to try to bring my which they they interviewed me for and they said, No, there's nothing bad. So they tried to let them spend time with her, which I had pictures of her. Man, you're uh, your speaker is kind of windy or something. I I don't know what it is. We just started to hear now. It's a little better. It's still not as clear as it was. Let me see. What about now? Uh, yeah. You got a lot of background, but go ahead. Okay, let me see if I can move this. So, what ended up happening was is that um. I had pictures of my brother through marriage saying that she was going to make my little son her partner in crime as soon as he stopped snitching. So pretty much she was trying to prepare him to help her do dirt. And wow. with all the stuff that the, the oh, let me tell you what I did. So I realized they were some liars, right? Now, I didn't know all of the law yet, but I realized, okay, this is a private court. And they hide everything you do, and they strike stuff from the record. So I got to yes. get into a real They never record. show the records. So they I lie. They steal. They do everything because it's not on the record. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was in the middle of their case collecting all of the stuff they said that shared the five different stories that she told and how they committed fraud and hid everything to steal the kids and how I recorded a gentleman pictures of him hiding evidence, right? And I took all of that, they were habeas corpus, right? But I did a habeas corpus by affidavit because I realized that everything you put in the affidavit, everybody says is true. Mm-hmm. So I dropped the affidavit at the habeas corpus of the Supreme Court case. And so it was on the public record now with all the evidence of her lying with Evidence of what she was doing, evidence of CPS hiding the fraud, and I put it right on public record. So I'm Good. like, yeah, so anybody who want to lie on me, let's, let's fight about it. Write an affidavit saying I'm lying. I Write an affidavit and let's talk about it because that's what court is. Yep. Without no affidavit, <laughs> and, they, and you have to have first knowledge of it. you got to yep, have first they, knowledge to write your affidavit. Nope. Yep. No CPS worker has first-hand knowledge. No, nobody dealing with the whole thing at first-hand knowledge, and they actually knew that they had a first-hand knowledge of evidence showing that it was all a lie. And they hid it. So I'm like, perfect, let's do this, right? So I put it there, and I knew all I got to do is teach the rest of the world what happened. And because if you look at Black Soul 5, look up the word adoption, it tells you that there's no historical basis for adoption in common law. I know it ain't real. So right. I'm like, okay, if I want to play ball, I'll play ball. I'll teach the whole nation how to beat you and what you're doing because I realize the biggest remedy lies in the people knowing the truth straight from the Bible and Genesis. So I'm like, all I got to do is show the people where the truth is and I'll have victory. It may take time. I don't care. We're going to win. And so a couple of months after they call themselves severing rights, which they can't, and my little guy, 
what ended up happening was there was a woman in Arizona who had a case, right? She had nine kids in the system. She had the same judge same attorney, same daddy that liar. Same everything. Came out in open court. Yep. Yeah. Came out in open tribunal. I don't want to call it the court. And she said, she said, my video for 72 hours straight. And took notes. And she said, this ain't no court. You're just, you're acting like you're an attorney. You're really just working for Title IV-E. <laughs> <laughs> of program. She said, you're not a judge, you're a freaking administrator. And dogged everybody exactly. out right there, right? You know what they did? They kicked everybody out two weeks later. They, they kicked everyone out, closed she it. Said, yep. She sent a message to me and said, hey, I just wanted to thank you so much. I got my nine kids back because I listened to what you say. And me and my husband want to give you some food for Thanksgiving. Wow. So what now, ended up happening on this. November... Uh-huh. I have to say this. Uh, I've been avoiding helping people with getting their kids back, right? And uh-huh. it's plenty of people that have this problem, Dave. i got to ask you a favor. Yeah. The What's favor that? is, will you come to Jonah Bay Radio and let me advertise for you to do a webinar where you can teach these people how to get their kids back? Well, first of all, John, I'm going to say this. I I thank God for everything he let me see. And I'll tell you, after I started learning what to do, I still had pieces that, you know, those golden nuggets you need to fix up, right? Well, I, I got the injunction seminar from you, and somebody gave me your, a video of you where you talked about trust and denture. And, and it brought stuff together for me so well. Then I'm like, oh, my God. They, they are trustees, which I knew, right? But I, nothing allowed me to think of trust indenture as the grant of authority that, you know, just like you get in real estate, if you're a trustee buying houses, you're granted the limited authority you could have and nothing else. So when I saw that video of you, it opened my eyes and made everything fit together so perfectly, just like David Strait helped me to fit together everything so perfectly. So I owe a lot of success to the knowledge and wisdom that you even showed from uh, Georgia Constitution 1877 as ratified without subsequent amendments, <laughs> you know, and, and some of the other things you, you taught, you know, keeping things simple. Like in the Bible, it talks about keeping things simple. So when you said these things, it took the real estate part of me that knew about trust. It took the Bible part of me that knows the common law from the Bible. It took everything and brought it together. In such a way that I could go argue with any judge, any court, any attorney, any time, and have no issue. So for you to even say, Dave, will you do this? You ain't got to even ask me ever, Dave, okay. will you do this? Because you are a king in the movement. You cared about the people. You've given wisdom. I'll tell you like this. You've given so much wisdom in some of your simple speeches that wasn't even a webinar that most law people in the world can't teach at that level when they're trying to teach their best. And so I'm thankful, man, and I'm humble. A lot of people will be haters of somebody who knows more than them, but I look at it like God gives you people in life who suffer to gain knowledge and wisdom, and and you have given so much to so many people, and you're part of my my journey to the point that I realize that some people teaching is teaching yourself. 
I got a good photographic memory and a good auditory memory, and I hear you say stuff, then I go back and hear them say it. And I'm like, oh, they're teaching. They even try to laugh like you. I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you know? I'm like, they're trying to do everything he's doing, but but they don't, at many times, people don't have love because they see how blessed you are and how much you can have. They get jealous. But the truth is, is God gives us special people. And anytime one of those special people say to me, Dave, we need to, or Dave, look at this, or Dave, let's, whatever, I, I know that it's God directing the people to be free. And we're about to have that serious freedom. So anything that you got that need, you want me to do to help the people, I got the, the back. The people free. need it. The people absolutely need it. And Miss Mind, Minder Sue, you said, Jonah, stop, mm-hmm. stop interrupting him. I got to ask the questions. I got to ask him to come teach people who need it. I'm sorry for interrupting him, but I got to ask him. I'm so sorry. And now we know he's going to do it. Pull around and list some stuff that I need to say. And, you know, when you slow me down, you break down what it is that the people might be asking that I might not even think about. So, you know, I'll get to talking. And, and, you know, I wouldn't have made the point about what I used. And let me, let me tell you this, too, because I forgot to say this. Um, I came out with an affidavit that had state constitution in there and then uh, information to show um, why it's important, you know, where I was giving them notice. And it's funny because I had an old gentleman named Apache Bob teach me about affidavits and explain to me about uh, putting people on notice. And, and, and a lot of people were looking for remedies. So I started doing these notices. David Strait told me about notices, right? And mm-hmm. then I heard your injunction seminar where you talk about uh, the, the maximum law of due, due care and how to get it. Exactly. And I'm like, whoa, you know? Because I realized that we needed to instruct our representatives, right? But the thing is, is that when, when you understand that in order to get due care, you must get due notice, it goes along with us instructing our representatives as their employers and as those who are controlling their actions, rather than people who have representatives that tell people what to do. Total difference. Total you difference. Know? Because as simple as knowing it's the trust indenture and those people are trustees. So you have to keep them in line by the trust indenture. It's that simple. Now, the problem is we don't know the trust indenture, so they were able to do anything. Oh, my God. And then the attorney, think about this. The attorneys had us twisted so bad. That the attorneys will say stuff like this. Oh, uh, you know, um, if, if a man represents himself, which he can't do, <laughs> if a man represents himself, he has a fool for a client. Now, the crazy thing is just to say a man representing himself, he is himself. He's bringing his case. You know what I'm saying? So they had us twisted in our thinking but had little cliches that they tell us all through high school all through college, all through our younger adult years, to make us think that we had to have somebody teach us the law. And it's the same thing with parenting. Well, 
you know, I would answer that, but I'm not a psychologist, so no. Well, I would answer that, but I'm not a lawyer. And, and I had to stop and say, you know what? I could see tons of people who helped write the state constitutions who weren't lawyers. They were farmers. Exactly. And blacksmiths. And regular there people. were huge people who worked as judges. Yeah, but they were regular, everyday people. And we messed up because we trusted the government officials to tell us what's in the freaking trust indenture when they want to be free and take the money for themselves and give everything that they want to themselves. So we messed up because we, we didn't care about the business that they were handling and didn't know that the business is our business. It's exactly. our money, our state, our county, our buildings, right, our parks, and these people trying to tell us what to do with our stuff and not understanding. I could see that they were trustees, so I knew, like, hey, as a trustee, you can't do this or that. But when I saw the word trust and venture come out of your or heard it come out of your mouth, I said, oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, because problem. 1877, Georgia Constitution, very first mm-hmm. thing it says is the, the, the lawyers, the judges, all that is trustees of the people. Trustees. Yep. Trust so it told you right trust. away, it's trust. It's all trust. The government right. is a trust. And we are the settlers of the trust and the beneficiaries. Yep. That means when we you step to them, they got to go in the parameters of the Constitution. Yep. That's why the only thing yep. that they take an oath to is those constitutions. You gotta use it. It's a trust. You know what else is funny though? When I when when you when you sent everybody there on that video, right? And I opened it up and looked at the Georgia Constitution. You know what else hit me in that part? It said they are your trustees and servants. When yep. I saw the word servant, servant I was like, oh, servant. this this about, this about to go down. Slave. This is about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> You're my no, slave. I, and then, hey, and, and this one got real bad. You know how black people, or people of color that they call black, they lied and said that we had this big slave history and all this as people from Africa. But then after the slavery, they would let you work for them and have a contract and be called indentured service, right? Exactly. So after I heard you teach about the indenture, I go around and I tell the government officials, I say, well, I know you're my indentured service. I know it pisses them off. And they are. Because they know it's true. Yeah. And, and, and I tell people, I'm like, these are your indigenous slavers. They're like one step away from a slave. You realize that, right? And when people no. hit, when that hits their psychology, they have a shift. They're like, wait, they don't tell me what to do. I'm like, no, they are literally your indentured servants. Like, go over there and make me some coffee, indentured servants. And I tell them this and say, not only are they your indentured servants, but they like the dude who works by contract at T-Mobile. And he, you're the boss of the company. And he works at the front desk. Exactly. <laughs> and takes sells people's phones. Right? I'm the CEO. You're going to listen to me. Yep. Yep. Boss and I'm like, I'm like, when is the last time? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, when is the last time you had a company and you let somebody tell you you can't come in your office? Please. And then people start getting it. Yeah, they're like, wait. Oh, man, I see now, you know? And so, oh, and then the other one in there, right? This is another one that took me to the next level. 
after it said they are trustees and servants, it says it is founded upon the people's authority or will only across the country. So when I see that, all like, the way up? across the country, I'm like, by our will only, yeah, it has to have the consent of the government. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. And, man, I found something else, Jonah, about the government, right? So when I was doing the PMAs and stuff like that, you know, the private associations, mm-hmm. I started realizing real quick that um, anybody who got hired in your entity had to have an agreement to accept your offer to be part of the entity. And so I realized the government ain't us. It's not us. See, when, when we create the governments, we create them, and we create a trust indenture for them to be able to work. And then yep. they can make statutes for themselves and how they're going to handle our business that we let them do. But mm-hmm. it does not apply to us. Therefore, it could never apply governed, to us. We didn't yes, take an oath to the, the Constitution. The Constitution does, has nothing to do with us. It's our contract for them. For yes. them. So it's like, hey, hey, if you want, a, you want a job, oh, okay. Well, first of all, everything you see in these freaking Declaration of Rights and Bill of Rights, you can't touch. How about that? Mm-hmm. Right? Right off the don't touch it. Now, next. Uh, you can close the parks at 5 o'clock. You can write legislation for anything that ain't got to do with my rights. Now, this is where it's a trip because they have people thinking that we are the governed. And exactly. the truth is, the ones who are the governed are the ones who accept the office. They're governed by the dang constitution that is set. Exactly. So and all you have to I, know is know. you never mm-hmm. signed a oath to uphold the Constitution, so it's not for you. It's for them who signed yep. it. Y'all call it uh, their, their oath. It's for them. You know, it's not for you. You know, what's funny, Donna, is a lot of the law teachers, right, they, they start talking about all these statutes. <laughs> and then at times they'll say, well, the statutes don't apply to you, but never will show you why. So... After I got done, when I heard you say trust indenture, I'm like, this man then figured out the key. But it's a trust indenture. So even when you look at the law, people say, well, look, man, you know, uh, you can only deal with, um, you know, uh, what is in the law. You grant authority to the government, but the government will take power unlawfully, right? And we don't know, we didn't know that about the state constitution to be able to show where they were breaking the law. So exactly. People will have to come back and say, okay, so how did they break the law? What are they doing, you know? And we'll try to argue, well, they're not following the law. This statute says this. And we're sitting up here arguing a statute that never applied to us in the first place. And the statutes you know? ain't and law. So now, yeah, and, and I'll tell people, I'm like, they'll be begging for a statute. Give me a statute that the dang highest law of the state says they can't do it. It's treason. And, and people say to me now, they're like, David, how are you making the government do stuff without going to court? I'm like, because the Constitution says that they're mandatory and guaranteed. All the provisions. So everyone who took the, the oath, everyone yep. who took the oath has to follow the Constitution. I call them constitutional yep. officers, right? 
Yep. And yep. they got peons up under them that didn't take the oath. So they look like they don't have to follow it. And they use the peons to do their dirt. So I say, I never yep. talk to the peons. I only go to the boss. I yep. know you guys. And you know, it's funny, the, the, the maxims, the maxims of law tell you, you cannot do through the agency of not, another what you can't do yourself. So they've been set up here trying to say, oh, well, we'll get this agency to come get you. What? Dude, this dude is a private man, just like me or you. Now, this is amazing, though, because I play this game, right? And I, I hear a lot of the law guys say, oh, well, the rules of agency or agency can do this or that. And I'm like, shut the freak up. Like, you're lying. The agency can't do a dang thing because the agency is only a byproduct of the entity we created. And that's what I thought that. I was in the California Constitution, and I was looking at it and said, the people do not give up their power or their authority to the agencies that uh, they have to be their parents. Right. And I'm like, and I looked and I said, oh, so these people, agencies can be created to handle the people's business, but they're not allowed. You're, you're, you're very low again. Over the people. Uh-oh. It's like it's like uh do you have on headphones or something? Yeah, I put the headphones on. You want me to take them off? Yeah. I don't think I'll echo if I take them off. Let me try. Let me see. Can you hear me now, John? That is that's what we wanted. Perfect. That's good. <laughs> that's very good. Perfect. So I realized they were lying. And here's the funny thing, Jonah. I saw in the state constitutions, I'm like, man, the whole common law is pretty much in the state constitutions of declarations of rights, so simple and clear and easy to understand that a baby, a kid, five-year-old could understand this stuff. Exactly. You know? And so it was it was created by the common it. man for the common man. Yep. So I, I realized, like, man. When I started seeing about in the state constitutions how it would teach what a republic is, it blew me away. I was laughing, and I, and I told him, oh, now, now, did you move away from the speaker? There it is. No, sir. Can you hear me? Uh, for, can I you think me? they're messing with it. I can hear you. I think they're messing with you, but go ahead. So what, what I did was, because I started looking in the state constitutions and I started seeing where the state constitutions would say they would talk about republics. And the forefathers were trying to teach what a republic was in the constitution. And so I'm like, oh, this is why they never talk about the state constitutions. Because the whole republic is hidden right in front of your face. The whole republic is right there in those constitutions. And the republic could never come back until the people learns the trust indentures of the republic. Now, right. I tell everyone, right. my whole goal is to stop New World Order. We're going to have yep. to learn these states' constitutions, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, again, uh, I have a, a question uh-huh. and answer uh, segment, mm-hmm. and we're about to go in it. Do you mind taking any questions okay. from the people? Whatever you want, sir. All right. So I'm going to go. <laughs> you know what? You're going to be able to go because not too many people got their hands up. Only about five people 
they, they, they're entrenched with your, your knowledge. So I'm going to do the four and the five and, and then take it from there. I'm going to um, 470-800. Peace to the God. Peace. Peace to the gods. That's funny. <laughs> hey, man, this brother right here, he dropped a whole lot of good, Absolutely. damn near perfect information. You know? And one thing that's real dope, I'm out here walking. And, uh, shit. One thing he said that was real dope, yeah, that's in the 1877. You're going to have to work on that, John. <laughs> hey, I'm working. That's why I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? It's about my fourth. I didn't walk about three miles. Right. So, uh, wow. Yeah, man. But one of the dope things that he definitely said, which I was about to really start enforcing, was the letters. I mean, sending them notice that they are the trustees, right? Yes. And make yeah. them perform, perform yeah. their you know, that's duty. what the injunction is. That's what the injunction is. I've been teaching y'all that to do that for years. But this brother really took it and ran. He ran. He's no joke. I ain't going to front. I've been building uh, Hollywood a lot on that. He's been saying, look, man, enforce, make them the trustee. So I'm like, all right. Make them a trustee. I never thought about it. You but don't it says have it right to make there the trustee. They yes, are the trustee. Yeah, there you go. See, a lot of people, and I'll well, we, interrupt. I'll tell you this real quick. A lot of people tell you you got to assign them as a trustee, right? And they don't. I don't know who put that in the movement, but they look at us like they're stupid because they only are hired because they're trustees. And they're well, what we got to do to make them perform? What you got to you gotta hold them to the indenture? You, yes. Well, you hold them to the indenture, but you you start off by teaching them the basic things. So you go to a couple of different kinds of patients. One of them is Virginia. Uh, Massachusetts will help you see it. One of them is New Hampshire. And you, you, go across the, <laughs> you go across the country, right? And you get a couple of right. the bills of rights or declarations of rights, and they're going to say that the government – is your trustees and servants, right? And in Georgia, right. and you say, please take notice that across the country, our forefathers said that anybody who works in government are just have trustees and servants. So in order for you to act in the way that you're supposed to, it's my job to come tell you and love what you are. And what happens is they look in there and find out, oh, shoot, I am his servant. I've been doing wrong. And okay. anything else you want to make them do – you attach uh-huh. the bill of rights, the declaration of rights, and goes along with it. So if, let's say if they took something from you without a jury, right, traffic case. Right. They took something from you, but the, the Constitution of the state says uh, there shall be uh, trial by jury in all cases. So you just you give them a notice and you say something simple. Like, okay, so I want to ask you, are, is this a case or is this something else? Is this a court or is this something else? Because in the Constitution, you swore that I get a, a jury in all cases. So what is this? And you give them okay, I, I get that. And it's their job to protect you. Now they're in trouble. I get that. Now, my other question is, what if you're not in court, right? But if you're not in court, uh-huh. you got to give them notice, and you might have to take them to court because at the end of the day, all the roads lead to court, right? Remember I told you court is the paperwork. Yes. It's not yeah. the building. So that's okay. why you're the giving yeah. definition of court. Yeah, that's why you're giving yes, notice sir. to them. You're actually in court when you're giving notice to them and telling them yeah, about their indenture. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Hey, Joan, I got one question for you, though. Now, I've been meaning okay. to ask you this for a long time. Now, when it comes to the homeschooling the kids, do you got a curriculum already set up that, you know what I'm saying, I can holler at you, though? Ooh, we. Um, you know what? I'm not even going to lie. My daughter just walks up to me and tells me what she wants to know about. Like, the last thing okay. she wanted me to know about was uh, she wanted to know about what was it, Seth? It was one of the ancestors, and I kept on. Who? Buddha. So, because I got a, a statue of Buddha, and I had to t- teach her about Buddha. She wanted to know. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, if anybody got some, because uh, I was thinking that would be a great idea to put, like, a curriculum together for the youth. And, you know, take it from there. The name uh, that Kelly mentioned, his girlfriend does that. <laughs> okay. I got you. Yeah, that's all I have, man. I mean, y'all, I appreciate right. it. Great-ass show today. That's a piece of the Thank cup. You. Thank you. Uh, nice Dave, to you. Dave is awesome. Yes, sir. Yep. All right, we're going to take another caller, Dave. I'm going to try to – hey, y'all, y'all get to talk to me all the time and ask me questions. Uh, direct those those questions you got to Dave, man. Start asking them questions about, you know, uh, DFACs, uh, child support protection agencies and all that. I really want the people out there that ha- is having problems with these agencies to get these answers. Now, the brother didn't even rattle off the constitutions and what they say, the different con. He is like a walking thesaurus, man. He He has it in there. But you're going to have to ask them the questions to bring it out, all right? Keep those questions to the subject, all right? We're going to 856299. 856299. Peace. Peace. Hey, I hear you perfectly. One question, uh, one thing I want to say before we get to you, uh, guest calling number is 516-418-5649. 516-418-5649. And press 1 so we can see you in the questions so you can ask Dave's questions. All right, go ahead, brother. Okay, so just a, a couple of small good questions here that I had. Um, and either he can answer it. That's That's cool. Um, first, once you said that you, um, I thought you said you had an, an injunction template for every state. Uh, did you did you say you had one Not for every quite state? Not every most? state, but most of them. Do you what, have what, Delaware? Can you ask him? What he said again? I'm sorry, my phone clicked he over asked, to my. Uh, he asked me, do, do I have um, an injunction for every state? And I said most oh. of them, not all of them. Uh, you said Delaware? Yeah. All right, I'm looking right now. I don't have it for Delaware, but uh, anyone that got the injunction oh. for Delaware, send it to my email. If not, I'll I'll make it up. Well, that's a blessing. Right now, uh, also, your question is supposed to be directed at Dave, not Jonah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> um, hey, Dave, nice to meet you, man. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you. Yep. Um, hi, nice to meet you. I, um, a question now regarding the 1040. Do we do that for the straw man or for the non-resident alien? Like um, on the W-8, the trust owns the straw man's income. So 
I was curious. You know your actions say actually, questions about what I teach, not, <laughs> not so he don't he's not in that area. Okay. <laughs> you really want no, you can ask me questions Wednesday. This is Dave's time right now, man. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's not Dave's forte. I got a good question for Dave then, because uh, I'm actually going through this. Okay. I recently went uh-huh. to um custody court with my kid's mom. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we mm-hmm. basically broke even with the time and all that because I, I had just really started to delve into and learn this information. Um, mm-hmm. Just trying to think of what, you know, I'm, I don't have everything together yet. Still getting there, trying to get mm-hmm. my stuff recorded. So, you know, we were looking at some, some small remedies that I could do to, to get by. Well, we had the case already, you know, uh, coming up to uh-huh. it, I was all I was I was frazzled, you know what I mean? But um, uh-huh. we ended up with, uh, no matter what she did wrong and how bad it was and wh- how many witnesses I had, we ended up with 50-50 right back <laughs> to uh, the way it was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, anything well, that you can say court, about why. that. Is that court? Custody, this whole custody thing, this whole CPS type thing, this whole – child support thing where they're trying to, you know, act like they're in the middle independently trying to tell you what's the best for your family really is private, is not court. So write this down, and and if you look at it, you'll see that is some powerful stuff there. Six seventy, Sorry, Title 42, 674, payments to states. And when you look there, you're going to find out that all the CASA workers, all the guardian ad litems, all the attorneys, all the the whole what they call neglected abuse court, which you'll never find in law anywhere, are all under the executive branch secretary of the federal. There's no separation of powers where everybody's coming together, getting paid together, so they can't be a court. Another thing I want you to look up, if you go to Wikipedia, put in 1946 Administrative Procedures Act. 1946, what was it? Administrative Procedures Act. Matter of fact, if we got got the ability to look at that, it will blow everybody's mind on the show. Okay, I'll look it up. 1948. 1936. 46. 46. Administrative Act. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. You see this is going to blow your mind. Yeah, my son, I know I'm low. I'm sorry. Uh, what'd you say? It was the what act? Administrative? I thought so. Procedures Act. Yep, APA. Procedures Act. And please okay. for my bad sound. Administrator Procedure Act? Administrative Procedures Act of 1946. Okay. And I'm sorry, the first one was Title 42, 674. 70 payment to states. Breaking up. I couldn't hear. Yeah, I know. Title 42, 674, payment to states. Payment to state. Okay. Uh, do you want me to go into Britannica or any specific 
Wikipedia. The, the Wikipedia link, it should be at the top. They got Britannica. Oh, okay, Wikipedia. All right, here, here we go. Okay, this is going to blow my mind when you see this. So look, scroll down where it says standard of judicial review. Standard of judicial review. Judicial review. Was right down. Yeah. Just scroll down to that little All right, I got it. box that's up and down. You got it? Mm-hmm. Okay, click on mm-hmm. that. And if you want to show it or just want to read it, everybody get ready to laugh. Right after laugh too loud. You so want me to read it? Of, yeah, this is the type of hearings we're going to. Now, when you hear this, you got to try not to laugh. So you go laugh. All right, so let's start. The APA requires that to set aside agencies' actions that are not subject to a formal trial-like procedure. Like procedure? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> now, now, so, <laughs> we got agencies running the hearings, and people think the court is running the hearings. And child support, and an agency is running it, and it's talking about trial-like procedures? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Trial-like procedure. That means it's not a real trial. (laughs) It is acting. Oh my God. Acting. So you got you got people working as trustees at three o'clock to four o'clock. They get you in there at five o'clock, and they're ready for the black rainbow, a dude wearing a dress, (laughs) and they're running a trial-like hearing on you that ain't a trial, but they're acting like it. Exactly. Oh, that's 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 dirty. Let's keep going. It's gonna get horrible. Okay, let me keep on going. The court must conclude that the regulation is arbitrary and conspicuous. Carpicuous. I'm sorry. With them one in words, I can't say. An abuse uh, of discretion. Capricious. An abuse of yep. discretion. Or otherwise, not in accordance with law. It's not in accordance with law. The whole court is not in, not law, not in <laughs> accordance with law. I'm sorry, oh, wow. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't keep, I can't keep a straight face. So they can bring us in front of a whole case, and it ain't part of the law. Yes. I thought you had to have a law. No. They know it's not law. It don't make no damn sense. And this is what we're going through every day. And people crying and killing themselves, shooting themselves, losing their kids, losing money, brokenhearted. They come on shows like this looking for food. Because they're starving, trying to save their lives, and it ain't even a freaking court. That you can't make off. this up. You can't make this yeah. up. Well, this was so bad, the president had to to get a special investigation on it because he realized they were stealing everybody's stuff with no court. But we mm-hmm. got to keep going. It gets better. Okay. Okay. Let's let's go into it. So like. 
Oh, yeah. I want to hear how you handle it. However, Congress may further limit the scope of judicial review of agencies' actions by including such language in the organic statute to set aside... Go ahead. Remember we talked about the organic statute and how I always go back to the Yes. Because they're going to tell exactly what the fuck they want to do with that one. And that's what the courts hide. And the fake tribunals and the attorneys hide what the original one said so they can keep making amended text and make it look like they got the power to do something they never been given the power to do. The one says they can't take your kids. But then they make one in 1997 that says we can adopt them to sponsor by this, this law that's an amendment to the original one that says you can't take the kids. So people are arguing, I don't think you should take my kids. I think you probably could have taken them, but the statute says that you have to have this one. They cannot take your kids if it was alive. They never had the law to take them. Never. Never. And these, these clowns are editing and amending freaking laws that tell us that you can do that. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, I'm going to take you away. Come on, man. <laughs> I told y'all this was going to be a doozy of a show. <laughs> hey, this, this, there ain't that much more left of the start. It is looking so freaking nasty. People can almost throw up because they don't have any. And then, if y'all want me to, I'll take you to the United States House by Gov website and let them tell you that, oh, yeah, in any court, any federal, you want to kill all the cases in the blue. Right there. Yes, man. So, yes. All right. Wow. So, uh, brother, do you have any more questions for Dave? Um, the procedure on taking care, like, uh, is that all that in here? Like, is there more? Well, there, there's more in here. Let me take it real quick. There's more in here that if you read down, it will tell you that the courts are allowed to be more strict when agencies act like courts. It actually says that in that. But it tells you that real court power is only available in Article 3 of the Constitution, right, for actual courts. So they're telling you we ain't courts. These agencies ain't to be used in court, and if they use too much power, which is, a, which is an attorney fraud, it's against the uh, Constitution. But let me tell you procedure how to fix it. You create affidavits and notices showing that you know this and this happened and that the agency can't run a court. So what they're doing here is not actually court. And in the opportunity to tell them, hey, I realize you're not a court, and I'm claiming that you're not a court. Now, if you want to say that you are a court of record, please respond back with the constitutional provision. And it made you a court of record within three days. Signed under penalty of perjury. And if you don't answer, you you agree that you acquiesce to the fact I'm saying you're not a court, and it's true. Right? Now, what happens is they're going to start saying, like, holy crap, this dude is putting me in a position where he's making me feel I'm, I'm a business. I have no government authority, and I'm committing treason. Because some of these people work as government officials at some time, and then in this private hearing, they have you going against what they call an adversarial party. In the Bible, your adversary is the devil. 
your enemy. Mm-hmm. So how can you be the trustee for the people and working in a private court with their enemies taking their stuff from them? <laughs> oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you, you lose this. Then there's another from the United States House like up. Now, look at this book, and this is going to hurt them really bad. They like to use, oh, yeah, we're a human body. Title 42 says we can do this and this, right? I'm going to ask you a question. Did you know Title 32 never passed? I did know that, but most people don't. It's not positive law. If you look up Title 42 positive law on Google, it's going to pop up to UnitedStatesHouse.gov, and it's going to tell you, uh, it's going to be an example that talks about Title 10 of our enforcement being a positive law because it was passed by Congress. But Title 42 is a non-positive law, which means that enforcement passed by Congress. But it is an editorial compilation, meaning they can edit it and change it and compile it together, and they want to they want us to imagine, right? <laughs> they want us to imagine and believe that is law now, but it's not. If you editorially compile something, you change the words based on Deuteronomy chapter four verse two in the Bible. God says, "Do not add to the living from His word or His command, so you can keep them. You can't keep nothing." that you don't have all the words to. You change the words, you change what it is. So they're making a fake set of laws, and then they're changing them from the Social Security Act, they're changing them from other things, and they're bringing them to court with about a law. And the whole time, they got to up there with a dude in a black dress acting like he's a thug when he's just working in a private business. Mm-hmm. And this is why the whole nation is... It's going to collapse across the nation because <clears throat> Jonah has a ton of people who are looking at the law. Jonah already been doing this. Now God has put two people here saying the same thing. And the people will hear and take massive action. This whole thing is about to dissolve and break. I heard that. They about to get David. All, they about to get noticed and it's gonna be all the smoke. <laughs> I wanted to thank you, David. I appreciate the information. Some of a lot of it I couldn't hear. It was up and down. I'm wondering yeah. if you could send something to um, send something to Jonah, and maybe he could post something. I don't know, um, so I could get that um, remedy for that a little bit more understood. Yes, sir. I, 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 I I'll hear. send the affidavit that I use to Jonah, and I'll send multiple laws and things to see it. And this is Please. why I invited him earlier to come back and do a webinar for y'all so y'all can get it on the webinar and get it direct. Sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate both of y'all. All right. Peace, brother. Hey, appreciate you too. All right. We're going to another caller. We're going to uh, 202-251. All Peace to the God. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, man, this this is interesting that y'all brought that up today because I, I wanted to ask you about the exact thing y'all talking about. I found the, uh, this uh, guy that wrote the administrative process back in the mm-hmm. 40s, mm-hmm. and and in the article, the heading of the article was basically what you just read. From that Wikipedia thing, because it's it's just the appearance of, 
and and that's why yeah. they never listen to you in the court. And the other mm-hmm. thing, um, so I, the other thing that, that I read in there is they use the uh, substantive nexus. Are you familiar with that as well? And how that well, applies they, to everything they, that you. They create a whole different set of due process and uh, substantive due process things that they attach to the administrative process that is totally outside of the Constitution. So when they say they're giving you due process, they're providing you with protections of your rights. Really what's happening is they created a whole external set of due process that's not constitutional. So they say all we got to do is give you a hearing. Not to freak out, be alive. Because every state constitution tells that all cases are to be open and without unnecessary delay. Every case is to have a jury. So you're not giving any protections. There is no uh, uh, connections that they have dealing with rights. The legislature and administrative uh, are not able to for people. You could find this in the case Miranda versus Arizona, but everybody goes for Miranda, right? It goes like this. Um, mm-hmm. It says where rights in the Constitution are involved, I'm sorry, rights secured in the Constitution are involved, there shall be no rulemaking or legislation which would abrogate them. You can't even write a statute to remove a right of one of the people. So why are all these legislative body members writing these terms and this type of due process for these special uh, tribunals and cases when you can't write a case against the people? Well, well, that's That's the key. Available in D.C. That's the key. That's the why they have to uh, write statutes, acts, and all that. Because they can't write anything against the people, so they make the people use yep. something. Yeah, they get you to transfer your power to a statute that does not um, does not cover your rights because it was never to be statutes for the people. The statutes is only to be for ends legal entities. It's only to be for uh, persons working for government who signed away their life saying, I'll follow the constitution of the statutes made in pursuance thereof. Nobody else. Okay. So, so, okay. So like in an instance, if you got stopped without, and yeah. since you're not required to have one, if you have to d- uh, deal with them, so you, you address, uh, that point of jurisdiction right up front. Like, I think that's, uh, what I was saying, because you asked a question to them. You posed a question to them, Wait, like, is this a court or something like that you said earlier. I was just, I'm well, still you, out working, but I was, I was catching with, some of you deal with You deal with both. So what you do is you show that there's the people in the state constitution and there's persons inside of statutes. If you go to the statute in your state, it's going to tell you that a person is the United States, is that state is a political subdivision, is a corporate entity, um, such and such and such and such, and uh, it's going to tell you a natural person. So they're going to define person with the word natural person. In mm-hmm. English, you can't, or anywhere, you can't define a word with a word. Mm-hmm. So 
they say a person is a natural person, but what's natural person? Another intriguous. What's happening is you're going to let them know, hey, I am not a person. I am one of the people. And in the state constitution, you already swore that one of the people, right, are free and independent, meaning we're not bound by government. Y'all work for us. So I'm working in the private. You look in Arizona. I'll give you an example so you can understand what I'm saying. Arizona Constitution, Article 2, Section 8. It tells you that no person shall be disturbed in his private affairs or home invaded without authority of law. So the thing is, they're trying to write a statute to act like they can pull you over and give you a ticket because they gave you a license without telling you the license binds persons. So because they don't teach their police officers who got guns that it don't apply to you, it don't apply to you. Now you got to let them know, hey, this is what your own law says and what you swore to. Now you don't just turn it in yourself. You go get other people, teach them, and get them to give notices to the court today. So what happens is the people in the court will know, uh-oh, the people around the state know that I've been cheating, and they're telling me my law. They're telling me what my business is. So that's how we deal with it. See, a lot of times we want to deal with the law by ourselves. We don't want everybody else to know. We don't want nobody to be as smart as us, right? But what we got to do is is get a ton of people to serve notice saying we know what's happening. Now, remember what Jonah said. Jonah just told you that your paperwork is the court. So if you look at international law, the definition of court is the person and the suit of the sovereign. The person and the suit of the sovereign. So what that means is the one who has all power is bringing his case however and wherever the freak he wants to. So what happens is when you send that affidavit, that's that fire on his head. And remember, you get scared when they send you something, right? Well, when you send them a notice, this is one of the first times ever that they got an affidavit or a notice from one of the people. Now imagine if you've got ten people sending it. So when he tries to cheat, he's committing treason because he's acting against his oath. So if you got ten people telling mm-hmm. you, ain't got to have uh, be in a court building to do affidavits of treason against everybody involved. And it's not just him. You send an affidavit of treason to him. Hey, I see that you're going after this guy when you swear this. And then you see, see the whole legislature say, hey, I see your bar attorneys are using y'all to write legislation saying you could go against the people. But you have a choice to make you to protect the people. How is that going to work, right? <laughs> so what's going to happen, oh, wow. you're going to turn the whole government against each other. Because they're supposed to be in separation of powers. You're showing they're not separate in their powers and they're being treated against the people. And you're telling too many people. Now they're stuck. Now they got to fight each other or they lose. And this is why Arizona is doing an audit right now. We hit them with the same thing. Now, I, I'm glad you I need to do the same up. thing in Maryland, Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. I'm glad you brought well, that up. I, People I don't hit. know of your work that you did with the election mm-hmm. and everything. Expound on that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there was a gentleman named Josh Barnett and I who ran for Congress who we saw some funny business happening with the election. Now, we also seen some funny business happening with that C-word disease. 
<laughs> so we realize there's something going on that is connected to this where they have a reason for acting the way they act. Because the governor was going crazy trying to force everybody to shut their businesses down, doing all this crazy stuff. You're like, what the heck is going on? So I went and looked at the statute that they used to prosecute everybody. And I said, you know what? I bet if I go look at the statute, I'm going to find out they're lying and cheating. So let me see what they did. So I went and found the statute. It was ARS 26-317. They were giving everybody tickets with in the statute itself, it says that it does not apply to any private membership or any member thereof. So COVID, I, me and Josh Barnett started opening up <laughs> all of their entities in their private, making a private association, posting notice to the government and shut them down and tell them, oh, no, we're going to open up in the private and here's the constitution that says we can do it. You got 10 days to respond and tell us we don't have this power or you agree. And we opened up like 110 entities since March and literally like saved people's entities because the government had them not being able to work. They had to work out with math. So we did all that and freed them. I also uh, worked with uh, CPS, and uh, we got uh, 86 kids back so far in two years. And then the other thing that uh, we dealt with is the election issue, which Jonah brought up. And uh, what we did was – sorry, B. What we did was is force the uh, legislature uh, to come back to work when they were dealing with this COVID thing program, uh, had them where they changed the rules for the elections, and then they started cheating, really. So we wanted to make sure that we would get an audit to make sure that it was no funny business. So – we sent out notices and affidavits to the legislature of maladministration, letting them know that there was corruption happening and they needed to do something about it. And in order to enforce it, we took affidavits of what was done wrong that people said, hey, you know, they forced me to use a Sharpie all across the state at the same time. We got people to write, you know, hundreds of affidavits. We got people to write affidavits about um, – Everything that happened to him wrong, pretty much, and it was a lot. And what ended up happening was that uh, Josh and I met with the Republican chair who is a really high-up person in, in Arizona and the country, and we talked with Paul Gosar, who was one of the government officials, and we literally sat in a meeting and taught them how to force an audit. And then we pushed through with doing it. We hit the legislature with notices. And affidavits of maladministration and treason, they actually got up and started coming to work and dealing with the issue. They made a special um, committee. Uh, they used the Judiciary Committee, I'm sorry, to hear the matter of what we were saying and actually force – or they, they did a subpoena for the Board of Supervisors, and we actually started teaching them where they had the power to do so. And now this audit is being forced and is about to come through when they nobody really wanted to do it. So it just shows you can bring the Republican form of government back and get people to do what they're supposed to do. You only have to use what's in your state constitutions, learn it, get it out there, and do the work, and you'll have crazy results. Because these government officials don't even know that they belong to you. The trust is in your if you don't know it, it's the problem. If y'all know how yep. to utilize it, y'all can get the Republicans here. 
It's those states' constitutions. All day. That's very cool. I appreciate that. You're All right. Say. Thank you, brother, for calling in. All right. We're going to the next caller. We're going to 310-403. Peace, Peace to the God. That's good. Peace. What's up? Peace. Hey, man. Yeah. No, beautiful information being shared tonight, man. Um, and it's all day. It's, exactly... it's not me. It's day. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I've been rocking with you. I, I, I listen to him. I hear what he's saying. I've been rocking with you since the beginning, so I, I see the foundation of it, and it's great exactly. to see somebody putting that in action to that level. And that's, I'm that's, so impressed that's with intense. you. I really am. Yeah, that's amazing. Real amazing. Um, only thing I, I was going to ask about is could you speak on what you had to go through in, in those uh, CPS cases as far as, you know, putting those things on the record like, and getting them to take judicial notice of them. Because I know, uh, just for example, I knew one brother, he tried to go in one time and use the year of the Bible so he could put the Bible in there, and he had a certified copy, and the judge tried to tell him, you know, it wasn't certified copy because it wasn't numbered or and he doesn't know document or not. So I was just wondering if there's any tips or anything wow. you did to get those documents in there. <laughs> well, maybe they don't even have to have the whole document. I'm sorry. That's yeah, what I did. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. You got to realize this, though. The CPS tribunal is not a court. Mm-hmm. It's not a court. If you look up, right, look up the, I'm sorry, look up the Social Security Act, 1935. Just look in the preamble. And you're going to see where it tells you it's for revenue generation purposes and other purposes. So it is a mm-hmm. business system and an insurance policy for kids who need provisions or elderly people. It's like church. You put money in church, and then if somebody gets sick and they can't work, they take money from church. That ain't got nothing to do with you being able to take people's kids. But it's a fake. So remember, when you're trying to put stuff in what you're calling a court, there is no court there. So the first thing we got to do is stop trying to treat a private business meeting like court. The next thing Mm -hmm. is they're doing these things in privacy and secrecy. Have you noticed that they do stuff like this? I'm striking that from the record. I don't like that. That paper ain't white enough. We're getting that out of here. You didn't do it like a lawyer. Get the freak out of here with that garbage, right? I told you that if you're going to be here yourself and do this, you better do it like a lawyer. Okay, well, this ain't no freaking court. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to tell the people who are the real court, and I'm going to let them know that you're committing a fraud, and I'm going to teach them everything you're doing, and we're all going to come at you at the same time, and we're going to drop notices and affidavits on you, and we're going to see how you're going to respond when we put you in court. So answer, you know, are you a judge? Oh, okay. Are, are, you, are, are, are you following the Constitution, or are you something else? See, the thing is, all this stuff that we know of as a law is not a lawful entity. It doesn't follow the law. And I can show you private documents where they tell that even though the law says otherwise, they're taking your kids based off of stuff that don't even matter with the law. And so when we understand that, we can transcend beyond uh, the level we have been by calling out what it is and making them tell us. See, they have never wanted to tell us what the law was. If you go into court and say, what jurisdiction are you moving up under? They look like they're crazy. They're going to say, oh, statutory jurisdiction. What? What the freak is that? Where'd that come from? <laughs> right? Is, jurisdiction. Is this, are you just common law? 
Yeah. Is it is this common law? Is this sea law? Maritime law? What the heck is it? What are we working up on? Oh, it's statutory law. Uh, so you're trying to hide what you're doing. You don't want to tell me that you're not using the common law, which is the law of the land, which is what you swore to protect in the bills of rights and declarations of rights. So you got to say a statutory law because you know that you're just running off of statutes, and any case that's going under statute is not a common law case. Look at Black's Law 5. It tells you that um, the legislature can't write common law. So if you look up common law, it tells you right in the beginning, as distinguished from legislature-made law. Remember I said they can't write a statute against your rights? Mm-hmm. You declared your rights already. It's in the state constitution, right, all day and night, bills of rights and declaration of rights. So anything they're trying to talk about that's not in the uh, – I mean that, that is outside of the state constitution or declaration of rights is statute which does not apply to the people. So now they're calling you a person, and they're trying to suck you into their procedures and measures. So the best bet for all of us is to attack with notices to David and show the what they're doing in the open and force the legislature to give us redress of grievance. Meaning, hey, legislature, right here in the Constitution, it says if we got a problem, we can instruct you. You're our trustees and servants. This is why what Jonah says about the indenture is so important. Because if you have an indenture, you gave them a job description and told what they can do. We ain't never did that the whole time we've been alive. So we've just been running around, and we say, why don't the government listen to us? They're so stupid. They're so bad. Well, you're the boss, and you ain't never gave them training of what they're supposed to do, and you left it to the attorneys, who are a private entity that makes money off of your problem. What y'all got to yeah, remember yeah, is you asked them, well, well, how do we know it's going to work, Dave, and all that? Y'all have already done the injunction. I taught y'all the injunction 10 years ago. Y'all been using it. That's how it works. <clears throat> That's how it works. So how do you know they're going to listen? The same way they listened with your injunction. Ben. It gets even better. It, like I'll give you guys an example for those of you who believe in the Bible. <clears throat> it tells you in Genesis, you see where God is looking at men and they're doing stuff he didn't want them to do. And he looks and he says, look, behold, the people is one. They're all on the same page. Now, nothing that they imagine to do will be restrained from them. So if you want to have remedy like crazy – the people get serious about the law, look in your state constitutions, stand on the law, and hit them with it at the same time. So what happens is they start, the government officials start seeing that too many people know their game. Now the bar says, oh, they know what we're doing, so we can't keep doing it this way, or we're going to get prosecuted. The government officials are going to say, well, look, we can't just keep ruling over the people like this because they're going to come at us, and we're going to get prosecuted. So the remedy works when they start finding out people know the truth. Now, there's some things you're going to do that they realize, okay, this person is on point. Let's just give it to them, right? Let's just end this. Let's go mess with somebody else down the street that's dumb because this could, when you really know that it's treason when a government goes against their trust intention, the penalty for treason is real high. And it only takes so much time for the people to realize you're committing treason against all of them and the whole nation flips. 
It took 180,000 people to get rid of prohibition. But the government was saying, y'all can't have no alcohol. You better do what we say. And 180,000 people turned over the whole government. And then we see that, oh, they got some guns. They got some weapons. They can pull you out your car on the side of the street. And we start thinking, well, how do we know this works? How do we know? Well, one thing you can do is you can tell what does not work by the simple fact that if you never did anything, your life sucks. But the very moment you start doing something, you see response. Like I talked to Josh Barnett, who ran for Congress. He'll say, I ain't never seen government officials respond like they do when we hit them with notice. The the guy who was the treasurer for Arizona, I met him at an uh, event, and he was talking about what happened with the Board of Supervisors and the, the legislature. He said, man, I ain't never seen them in my 10 years or 20 years of working fighting each other like that. And you know what made them fight? Notice from me and Josh. And we got other people to do it, affidavits. So here it is. None of us went to law school. We put together what was in the Constitution and gave it to them, and they start running and fighting each other. To the point that somebody who don't even know who we are is like, man, they going at it. I ain't never seen that like this. And I said, oh, yeah. you seen the, uh, I said, no, they got this notice of maladministration and treason. He said, oh, yeah, I've seen that. Now, how the heck did the treasurer see what we serve the Board of Supervisors? If they think it's just some bull crap and it ain't nothing serious, why the heck they passing it around? Exactly. The, the enemy is freaking out because the people are coming like monsters with the law, and they didn't even know it. They're realizing, oh, the attorney just told us we can write this and write this and write this, and it's all constitutional. We ain't never looking. Uh-oh. Now they realize, oh, man, I'm in a spot I don't want to be. Then they start telling on each other. Like, I went against the uh, – I spent like three minutes going against a, a room full of judges telling them using a trust indenture argument how they were committing trafficking. <laughs> and it was so funny. You can see this on YouTube. Within two to three minutes, the Supreme Court Chief Justice was telling on the legislature, that ain't us. It's not the court. It's not the Judiciary Committee that can deal with this. Uh, the judges try our best. It's the legislature you got to go to if you want to change this. It's not us. Oh, so you're telling us not the judges in the courtroom. We're doing this, huh? Because you're acting as freaking private entities at the time, and the legislature gave y'all permission they didn't have. So now you want to tell on them. Now, I want y'all to you, know, don't expect it. these lawyers to tell you the truth. They're going to lie to you. Right. They're going to tell you the Constitution mm-hmm. don't count, this, that, and other. Y'all yep. know better than that. All of them had yep. to sign on the dotted line <clears throat> that trust indenture, the Constitution. So you know they're mm-hmm. lying. Don't expect the devil to tell you the truth. Yep. That's right. That's right. And, and that's the funny thing. As soon as you start looking for yourself, it becomes so simple and plain to you because it's in the most simple, plain English in the state constitutions and the bills of rights. And the further you go east, the more they're trying to teach their kids. So they go into deep detail. Like in Arizona, it'll say in order to keep a free government, the people have to have a frequent recurrence of fundamental principles. It don't explain what are you talking about. If you go to the east and you look at uh, Virginia, it'll tell you that 
the people have to have a frequent recurrence to the fundamental principles of the Constitution of the law. And then it explains to you that if you want to keep a free government, that you have to frequently remind them so that they understand what the basics of the law says. So everything they do against us to hurt us is a sophisticated system they created through statute meant to purposely not tell you what it means. So when they say person, they ain't talking about me and you. And, and I can give you guys a perfect example of two statuses in one statute, and I can give you a perfect example of two statuses in one constitutional, um, one constitutional provision. In Arizona, if you go to ARS 26317, it talks about any person who does not follow a lawful order. So that will make you think it's talking about any man or woman. Then you get to the second half and says this does this um, section does not apply to any private organization or member thereof. So anybody who's in the private don't apply to them. So it shows you two statuses. But if you thought you were a person, you think it count for everybody. Then you go to the state constitution, Article Two, Section Three. Look at one that has the upgrade after 1990, the amended law, and in Section Three B. It's going to tell you to protect the people's freedom. So it talks about the people's freedom in, in the sense. And uh, keep up with the checks and balances of the United States Constitution. Now it's going to tell you the second uh, jurisdiction or second status. It says this state may exercise its sovereign authority to restrict the person, I'm sorry, its personnel. So they tell you they got sovereign authority like they always like to throw around, but this time they qualify it. They tell you that the sovereign authority is only over the personnel of government. That's the persons it's always talking about. But in the other the half – Yep. other half is the people. And it says you have to protect their freedom. So in no way can you go against the freedom of the people. That's the whole purpose. But in order to stop anybody from going against the people's freedom, you can't restrict the government, its personnel, or its finances. That shows you they're playing with words to deceive us. Wow. All right, caller. I'm going to move on to the next caller. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, peace. 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 I'm going to 310. Four one eight. Callie likes you, Dave. Three one zero. Peace to the guys. What's up? Peace to the guys, Jonah. Hey, quick, hey. quick question. I appreciate your show today, brother. You bringing the heat. Um, I was pulled over. I'm in L.A. and they pulled me over for tinted windows, and it didn't stop there. They pulled me mm-hmm. out the car. They gave me a citation for the tenant windows. It was their light. And now they're sending me paperwork saying because I didn't show up to get it signed off because I don't want to take the tent off my car. I'm in an S550. And uh, I want to know what I, what I need to do to not give them 192 fiat notes. Let me ask you this. Do you have other people that you deal with in the state? Yeah. Okay. So what I would do is, first of all, if you look in Air, I mean, uh, California Constitution, 
you'll see where it says in Section 24 of your uh, Declaration of Rights that the guarantees in this Constitution are not the same as I'm sorry, the, the provisions guaranteed in this Constitution are not the same as those who are in the United States, guaranteed in the United States Constitution. So it tells you there and proves that you have guaranteed rights there. If you look at number one of your Bill of Rights, I think in yours it says that the people are by nature free and independent. Independent of government. Now, uh, if you if you scroll down in your constitution, you're also going to see where it says that the people of uh, California have the right um, the right to instruct their representatives and to be able to get redress of grievances. Right. So right. what you should do is you should take and make an affidavit saying these things in your state constitution. And send it to the so-called court right now before you get to have to go. CC the legislature and show where they all swore to these things. And then after you get them to see that they all swore to it, you um, – of course, you're CCing the court. You're CCing the legislature. You order the legislature to clarify where this – private court under the Highway Safety Act got jurisdiction over the people. And then you order okay. the court to tell where they got jurisdiction over the people. And then what's going to happen is now the court and the legislature are going to have to deal with each other because the legislature wrote the statute for the private DMV. That's their rules of court. It's not a court of record. There, anytime you see that there's something that say the court must do this, the court must do that, the court must do that. That's the rules of their legislative tribunal. Remember Article 1, Section 8 of the United States Constitution. It says that the federal Congress can constitute tribunals lesser than the Supreme Court. Right? So what happens right. is if you look at the federal court, it is a tribunal that's not in the Constitution. The legislature created it and made the rules for it. So if you look at Title 42 or the Highway Safety Act, they're writing the dang law inside of the Constitution. Now I'm going to show you where to get them. So now what I want you to do is type in Title 42 um, positive law. What's going to pop up is um, the UnitedStates.gov website, and I think it's going to be called the Law Revision Council. Read down the page, and it's going to tell you about non-positive laws. <clears throat> then it's going to tell you that in order to defeat any case uh, in a state or federal court, you can outdo the courts by bringing the organic positive law if there is a administrative law that was never put on the books. So what you're going to do is you're going to let them know, hey, this entity that you're using to give me a ticket came from the Highway Safety Act federal program. And now you're calling me into a tribunal that's not a court, so I need you to answer the questions I gave you, and I need the court who gave them the permission to function against the separation of powers because they're all working together to create statutes to be bills of, tender, of attainder against persons you call operators. Now, I'm running in a private capacity in my private automobile, right? I need what? you guys to explain to me what jurisdiction you're using, right? And then they're going to say, they might say they don't want to tell you in the legislature. So you, you put in your 
uh, affidavit where it says that in California it says the people shall have the right to know that they don't give up their authority over the agencies that they put in place to serve them. So therefore, all the meetings and the documents of the government are to be open to the people. So you can make a constitutional demand for them to answer. Jonah will call interrogatories. Mm-hmm. Make a constitutional demand for them to tell you the jurisdiction they're using. Is this a court or a legislative tribunal? And did you have a 10,000-pound or 26,001-pound vehicle that they used to say that you fell up under that commercial jurisdiction? So you're not just you're telling them what the Constitution says. You're showing them where their fraud is and asking them to tell openly and get multiple people to send it in too. And then you make a public thing about it where, hey, I want the government to tell me what's going on. Now it's going to force a separation of powers. They're going to fight each other because the court knows they should be working with the legislature. Okay. All right, then, so, fellas. All right. Appreciate you. He gave him a lot. He's going to have to listen to it several <laughs> times. Now, may I just suggest, man, do a constitutional challenge. They can't fuck with it. But that's exactly what he's oh, telling yeah. you to do. <laughs> he's that's telling you to do it. <laughs> so challenge the state constitution? Yeah. I always can use the state constitution. challenges. I use the state constitution. Mm-hmm. All right. That, okay. that constitutional challenge is a monster. <laughs> well, Dave, we really enjoyed y'all. I wanted to definitely show people there's people out here that's really mastered the state's constitution using them besides me. You know what I mean? And you're a breath man, of yeah. I appreciate that, man. I mean, coming coming from a king in the game, you know, somebody who uh, has brought remedy to so many people. Just to be on the show with you at the same time, man, is a complete honor to me, you know, and I, like I said before, I know that uh, is God doing it because there's no reason, you know, for me to be on the show with somebody, you know, who has your level of knowledge and, and who has done so many things. So the Bible tells you, you know, your your gift will put you before kings. And I'm saying that God is showing when you're diligent, you work hard and you go after what you go after. Those who understand the truth and know the truth will see you. And uh, together, I know that we can do some crazy stuff. <laughs> we're going to do some crazy things. I'm telling you, we're going <laughs> to. That new world order shit is over. I'm just saying. I'm oh, just saying. I got done. the help. They've I got tried. help now. It's over. But uh, Dave, I got to ask you, are you going to come back? And we already know whenever we got you for you the webinar, me. but you going to come back? Whenever whenever you want me, all you got to do is say, hey, Dave, as long as it ain't service day for church, let's roll. Right. And I'm rolling. I mean, if it's on a Sunday, that's cool, as long as it's not at church side. So I'm good. Exactly. I don't so do you got me, bro, anytime, man. You, you've done so much to teach so many people and build so many people up, man. Uh, I'm down any day. I got to ask this. People asked me. How can they get in contact with you? Where can they go to listen to you more? You're on YouTube. Very hard to find your, yep. your stuff on your own page, but you are on YouTube. Tell them where to find you and your website and stuff. And it's going to be more. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to help Dave really build his website mm-hmm. to the way things he wants to do. So we're going to be doing a lot together, Dave. 
I'll have fun. So you can reach me at Dave Cares for You, one word, and it's, it's all together, D-A-V-E, Cares with an S, C-A-R-E-S, 4-F-O-R-U-Y-O-U, on YouTube, also on Library TV. Dave Cares for You, they made it Odyssey now, but that's blockchain chain technology, so please subscribe on both because if they decide to get rid of my YouTube like they got rid of my big Facebook, then at least, uh, you know, everybody can, can reach out. Also. I have a website called ArizonaTakesAction.com where you can go there, put in your name, phone number, and email, and you can keep up with everything we're doing. We send out email blasts. You got to check your email like old school, but um, you got to check your email, hit, you know, confirm that you want stuff to come, and then notices that I do and different things that I'm teaching, videos I send through there. So that way we can be like the old school because what happens is when you start teaching all this stuff and putting it everywhere, they start coming after your pages. And if we're ever doing any notices or anything where we got to take down bad guys in government, we got to be able to communicate with each other. So I like to uh, have everybody's name, phone number, and email. All right. And I joined it too. So y'all definitely want to go up there and join it. Uh, That's how me and Dave connected. He said, are yeah, you I, I real Jonah Bay? I'm like, is that yeah. The real Bay? <laughs> is, this, is this the real Jonah Bay? Or is this somebody playing like Jonah Bay? <laughs> I was in the like, no way. That. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. my The brother that was on earlier, his name is Jonah, but we call him Jonah B. Prosper. I'm like, I don't know too many people go by the name Jonah Bay. You know, it, Bro, it, it, you, gotta realize, you almost like, got to be named Jonah to use that name. Man, look to the to the law to the law world to people who understand what you've done and how powerful you are. It's almost surreal. You know what I mean? Because there's not a lot of people. You know, there's not a lot of people who teach on your level with simplicity, so that people really understand. You know, like we got all these people that are like, yeah. So if you look, there's been a hiatus in the amount of time that the government has been putting together. Sociological issues with the. I hate issues, those blah, type blah, 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 of blah, teachers. Right? Yeah. yeah, I hate that. <laughs> it's so funny. So when you get somebody who speaks in plain English, who knows how to speak and say certain things, I, I listen to some of the topics you teach, and I'm like, whoa, let me rewind that and try to understand that in third grade because you just rock my socks off with that, right? Like, I'll play it back. Like, uh, don't pass that. You know, you know, you could be lazy and just let it go by, and you know, you didn't completely understand. I'm like, no. So I know you have it in you to teach to anybody on any level, but you purposely teach the people in common English so that they can understand and you give examples so they can relate it to them. So when I look, I say that Jonah is like, to me, one of the number one teachers in the country, if not the world. So when you were, when you were in my, my, my CRM, I'm like, that's what hit me so hard because I almost couldn't believe it. And I just got done praying. God, send me somebody who's fired. Send me the next thing to do. Let me know what to do. And then you come. And you're doing great work. I have to help in any way I can. I have to. Well, no doubt. You've already been a blessing, man. Like just even piecing together some of the things I was missing from hearing you speak when you weren't even trying to teach in depth stuff. I was like, what? It, It blew my mind. And so, from then on, I wanted to listen to more stuff you had. I, I got the injunction webinar, you know. I was looking at the trust stuff. I'm like, I got to get that trust webinar. That done trust and stuff, I but I know that there's that so much you know. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even see you no money yet. 
<laughs> Don't be saying that, Dave. <laughs> well, hey, he sent me some stuff I, too, I, y'all. So don't be saying, yo, hey, Jonah, you sent Dave some free stuff. Why can't I? That's Dave. Hey, I tell you, man, you, you're on another level. So that's that's the thing. All right. I, I, I thank you so much for coming on, talking to the people, Dave. Uh, you're truly a blessing for the people, uh, especially those people that's going to have those problems with defects and uh, CPS and all that. And um, we're, we're looking to having you soon, having that webinar, get a little money in your pocket. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> really doing business with you. I thank you so much for coming on, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, too, man. I can't wait to have some fun. All right. Peace to the God. All right. That's my show for today. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I know I did. And it was a it was a, a, a refreshing break. I didn't even have to talk. They did it all. It, it's so good. You know what I mean? But uh, I'll see you again Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peace. We out.